Hello to all of my little skin lovers out there. I am going to be talking to you today about vitamin C because as we all know vitamin C is one of the most popular ingredients out there on the market today. That's all we hear about is vitamin C, vitamin C. But what do you actually know about vitamin C? What does it do for the skin? Who can use it? If you have used it, sometimes you find that you might use some vitamin C's and they burn. Then you might use some vitamin C's and nothing. Then you might use ones that they might smell weird or look like a different color. So I am going to talk you through what the dealio is with vitamin C. Now, in my opinion, if there is one ingredient worthy of wearing a cape, shall we say, that would be vitamin C. This to me is a hero ingredient. And over time, it has gotten itself a reputation for combating things such as uneven skin tone, fine lines and wrinkles, uh, it does help with acne, inflammation in the skin. I mean, that's just a few things, just the top of my head. But probably one of the hardest things with vitamin C is they have really stuck to one of the vitamin C components, which very much like retinol, it has derivatives. But the most science-based ingredient that you would have all heard of is L-ascorbic acid, which is vitamin C. So that's where all the science and all of the evidence has been worked on is through allascorbic acid. And, you know, it's, it's impressive what it can actually do. And, you know, not only physically ingesting vitamin C, but also topically putting it on the skin. The reason why it is so popular and why there has been so much science and, and, and evidence and trials and all of that with, with L-ascorbic acid is it has been studied to show that using it daily can actually help slow down premature aging because when you pop vitamin C on the skin, it actually helps to fight free radical damage. So when your body has got vitamin C in it, it actually goes through and scavenges up all of the free radical damage that's hitting your skin. For those people that aren't wearing sunscreen, which if you are, you may as well turn this off now because I don't want you listening to this. Vitamin C helps to prevent you know, early signs of aging. It helps to prevent more sun damage. It improves the appearance of fine lines and wrinkles. Like I said, acne. Because vitamin C is an antioxidant. It's a very, very, very powerful antioxidant. And it fights free radicals that come into your skin, like I said, from external sources. But it can also be from like air pollution, uh, also from inside your body as well. 
So free radicals can actually damage your skin. So by applying vitamin C, it helps to combat that. It is kind of like your overall hero. Now, I'm sure that you've probably been looking on the market to see vitamin C's and they come in all different shapes and forms, different, you know, packaging, etc. Now, the most popular ingredient which I've spoken about is ascorbic acid or allascorbic acid. So this is probably what you've seen, you know, on, on your vitamin C products. This is, you know... Like I said, the most well-researched form of vitamin C out there. And it is known to be the most effective at penetrating the skin barrier. Hence why it's used so much. But there is a very big catch. Allascorbic acid is highly, highly unstable. So in its purest form is a powder. So there are a few companies out there that sell a powdered vitamin C. That is 100% stabilized allascorbic acid. That is the strongest out there. Obviously, there are lots of companies that have liquid form. So when you have allascorbic acid in its stable form of a vitamin C, when you put that into a liquid form, into a serum, it again like i said is highly unstable so to break it down vitamin c sits at a ph of less than four okay so your skin barrier is between 4.5 and 5.5 okay people that have got a more sensitized reactive inflamed barrier you know you're going you kind of need things at around five to seven to avoid that irritation so if it is already sitting at a four percent that's where you're going to get that irritation now the thing with allascorbic acid is because it is so highly unstable when they are formulating these into serums they are actually using only a really 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 small percentage so if you put that into perspective if they're only using a really small percentage so when you start using your serum you might find that you can feel it it stings and burns and then as you go along you don't feel it anymore you're like oh okay cool my skin's gotten used to it actually no that's not the case the the case is that being in that formulation it breaks down faster and it's also really really susceptible to light and air so if you're using a dropper so you're taking the lid off and on all the time and air is getting in there it's oxidizing it so it's breaking it down faster so the first couple of times you use it and you're like oh yeah it's, oh my god it's burning i can feel it and then you can't feel it anymore to be honest it's probably broken down and it's not doing a damn thing so that is to me a big indicator when you know when you're looking at purchasing a vitamin c if it's in a dropper yes you know you obviously look for things like dark opaque bottles but if that's in a dropper so you're taking that lid off and opening up that product and exposing it to air and light every time all you're doing is speeding up that oxidation process and breaking it down even further when you've already got probably quite a minimal amount of uh, active ingredient in that product 
so I'm not a fan of vitamin C droppers. When vitamin C is uh, put into a liquid form to form a serum, usually they're of clear color. Um, and then sometimes that clear color can actually start to turn like a brown. So that's more oxidization of the ingredient, which means it's going off. I wouldn't be using that in a dropper. So when you're looking for a vitamin C, don't go and buy droppers because you're wasting your money. Make sure you're getting a vitamin C serum that is in an airless pump. So there is no way air or light can get in and break down that product. So you'll effectively have more longevity of the vitamin C working on your skin. So that's what you'll find usually in your serum base, which will be allascorbic acid. When you're looking at uh, like a, a cream or a lotion that has vitamin C in it, it'll probably not have allascorbic acid in it. It'd probably have one of its derivatives, which is usually sodium ascorbyl phosphate. So yes, this is probably a little less potent to allascorbic acid, the thing with this is it actually it's bioactive so it actually will convert to ascorbic acid once it's applied to the skin so through this process it's less irritating so people that have got reactive skin or that they find that serums are too much um, using the cream it's a slower process into the skin but it doesn't have, you know, like it's not as, um, it's not as unstable as allascorbic acid. So with this, you can use it on all skins. It's always usually in a cream or a lotion. It's not saying, I'm not saying that, you know, using a cream or a lotion is bad, then you should always use a serum. I would definitely be using a cream or a lotion. Like I said, I wouldn't use any vitamin C serums in a dropper. I'd only be using it in an airless pump. That's the only way that I would use it. But in saying that, I am... Uh, a powder vitamin C powder girl all the way through so if you are someone that wants to use a vitamin C powder you can definitely pair it with things like hyaluronic acid you can pair it with your moisturizers um, as long as there's uh, no vitamin A in it you could definitely pair it with like niacinamide, um, obviously hydrating products. But, you know, when it comes to uh, exfoliating ingredients like your, your retinols or your AHAs, BHAs, clearly, no, no. In vitamin C, you should always use B of, of a morning. You want that there on your skin, paired under your sunscreen to help fight free radical damage and what's hitting your face throughout the day. Yes, you might only work inside and going from your car to the you know work, but it doesn't matter. You're still in the elements. You're still outside. And even though you can't see it, there is, you know, polluted air out there. 
One of the things with vitamin C is that there are so many derivatives. So as I was talking about retinols and all of the derivatives of them, it's the same with vitamin C, but you actually don't see a lot of it, which is, it's really quite, it's, you know, it's disappointing, but because again, you know, there's probably not enough studies or evidence based to show how it actually works on the skin. Because when you look at the derivatives of vitamin C, well, obviously you don't, that's what I do. There are some derivatives out there that, you know, should be used incredibly more on the skin you know there's there's a derivative which is called ascorbyl palmitate now that it's like a superstar crazy i know right so this is actually um it's non-irritating you could use it more for sensitive skins it is completely 100 percent more stable than um ascorbic acid when exposed to air and light um, it does have a milder effect on the skin, but it has been told that it really helps with aiding in collagen production and collagen synthesis. Like, hello, isn't that what we all want? Um, really helping to break down hyperpigmentation and also just are all rounded for improving um, skin texture. So, you know that in the product range would probably really help out. Now, I mean, I always look for different derivatives, but it's always usually L-ascorbic acid is going to be the number one, which is really quite hard because like I said, because it's being so terribly unstable when it is formulated into a serum, it's usually at a really low percentage. So just keep that in mind. I just wanted you to make sure, because you probably have bought um, vitamin C before and you started and it was all great and you could feel it and it was a bit burning it was a bit red and you're like oh my god and then it went to nothing and you probably thought oh okay cool well my skin's gotten used to it when in fact it's actually oxidized and it's not working so you've just basically putting an oxidized product on your face that can sometimes be bad for the skin so if you go and have a look in your product range and if you've had that there for a while i'd probably get rid of it and again just do me a little favor and have a look at the back of the product because like i said i actually said on my instagram actually um if you look on the back of the products there'll be a little pot with a lid open and in that we'll actually have it'll either say 6m or 3m or 12m so that's how many months that it is good for once you open it so usually with serums they should have quite a short shelf life because they are so active um, you're probably looking at around three months um serum i mean serums about three months you know moisturizers they should be around six months uh the longest i think is your makeup which is around 12 months which to me is gross just saying because that's you know if it can sit there for 12 months how much preservatives are in there anyway foul but have a look at your the back of your products and just see if they actually still are in date because if they are in fact not in date um get rid of them and with 
your vitamin C's and your retinols, you know, always make sure that they are completely away from any light. They should be in a dark cupboard. Um, that's what I would definitely suggest. So you don't want to be using expired products on the skin because you're only going to make things worse for yourself. It's funny because I'm just having a scroll through now of vitamin C serums and how many of them are in dropper bottles. Is this like the new fad? It's like, oh, I've just got to put my dropper on because I see all that bullshit on TikTok, which the dropper shouldn't be touching your face. And I see these droppers touching this girl's face and I'm like, ew, gross, bacteria. Um, but there are definitely ones there that are all in droppers which I wouldn't even use absolutely not I would want it in a airless pump so when you are looking one of the best ones that I found in an airless pump is actually by a company called oh my god I've just had a blind a, what is it called oh my god I've had a mind blank oh my god oh um it's called the skincare company so it's an Australian made product I used to stock it and airless pump amazing brilliant so if you're looking for an airless pump I would go for the skincare company it's completely covered so no light can get in and it's the same with their serum so they're their B, their C, their niacinamide or their hyaluronic acid niacinamide their C their serums are actually made really well in their packaging. So I would definitely be looking at something like that. Now, the thing with the prices, you know, why are some more expensive than others? So alloscopic acid on its own is not an actually a dear product. So you can actually get the, the powder, the 100% alloscopic acid powder from the ordinary for like 10 bucks. So that I 100% completely agree with that and I definitely would use it and you know, I'd mix it in with my other products to put on my face and then you've got ranges that have it in a liquid form and it is highly expensive because it takes so much to try and stabilize vitamin C that's where you get the packaging is always a bit different that's where the price is hiked because it has to be stabilized so to get it into a formulation where it can actually be active on the skin takes a lot more than a normal um other range like you know it takes more than a retinol it takes more than a moisturizer it takes more than other ones so that's why usually the price hike is a bit dearer so that's why when you're looking at vitamin c's it's like oh my god now it is hard because vitamin C, a good vitamin C, I can't remember off the top of my head what the skincare company was. I think it might have been around $100. Um, but it's, I think it was like for 50 mils, which is crazy because I think they only come in like a 30 mil size. They're only very, very small because again, it breaks down really, really fast. So in the packaging that the skincare company has, you know, you know, it's going to last because no air can get to it where these droppers, you know, the first time you open up that dropper, oxidization is happening already. So it's already starting to break down. Yeah, I've just had a look. So usually it's around $125 and the the vitamin C, it's already got 
niacinamide and hyaluronic acid in it um, in the skincare company. So yeah, I am boasting that, but that's probably one that I found that has worked for the whole entirety of the bottle. So giving those guys a bit of a boost. Also, I would only do it in a, like I said, in a airless pump if it was in a serum or if it was in a, um, like a light creamy serum as well, because it's going to be far more stable to use on your skin. So that's what I would definitely suggest. So I hope that has cleared up some answers for you. Now, what it's going to do for the skin, like I've said before, amazing antioxidant to basically stop or slow down aging, fine lines and wrinkles, pigmentation, uneven skin tone, uh, also really helps with acne. It's one of the ones that we really do help with acne. So it is a great all-rounder for the skin. And I always, you know, if you can start getting some vitamin C onto the skin, it's never too late or too early to start. On that note, guys, I am done and I'll uh, speak to you next time. Bye.